The Doom Scroller with Andy and Anna. Hey there, Andy. Howdy. How are you? I am surviving. I've got a bit of a migrainey head. You can probably tell from the like pitch in my voice, which is very monotone, but I've got a headache and I hate the world right now. How about you? She's a survivor. But my brain's trying to escape through my eyeballs at the moment, but aside from that, great. <laughs> That's quite an image. Um, they could, I mean, it's small enough that you could get through the eyeballs. Yesterday we put new carpets uh, in, so it's... I'm just a bit dust riddled at the moment, um, but it'll be fine once it settles down and once I actually get out and get some fresh air in the old lungs. What's your plan for getting out then? I mean, well, that sounds very um, adventurous, getting out, what's that? I will be leaving the confines of my boudoir <laughs> and actually braving the outdoors, yeah. I will. Do. I mean, I've been doing some walking anyway, just because, well, you know, I busted my ankle at the end of May. So I've had to kind of build strength in it. So I've been doing a little bit of walking. It still hurts. It's still swollen, but I'm hoping it's actually helping it. Who knows? Yeah, that should strengthen it up a little bit. I had a really wonderful, this is the most middle class, boring podcast ever. I had a really wonderful walk at the weekend um, <laughs> where I discovered a lake nearby that I've never been to. It's really good. Um, but. More excitingly, I came across a Reliant Robin painted like the Ghostbusters machine, um, just randomly on someone's drive. Um, so obviously I had to take a hundred pictures of that. And I also saw a cat that I can't decide if it was like incredibly pedigree or fucked because half its hair was like it had no hair on its head. What's a pedigree got, cat? You can get well, my cat's a pedigree cat. What does that mean? It's the ones that look well, it's like. You, you know you did your quiz at the weekend you had a roundabout dogs okay. and i got overly excited it's the really <laughs> inbred ones that look similar to all their brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles um they've basically been inbred and inbred and inbred until they've got a certain characteristic so for example my cat's characteristic is he got inbred and inbred and inbred until he was super fluffy and wonderful um whereas this cat's inbred characteristic seems to be half its hair's missing and it looks terrified of life and probably just wants to die. But yeah, that's what I saw on my walk. <laughs> so, so already in the first like two minutes, we've, we've covered walking and the benefits of inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'd say this cat was more like the opposite of benefits, the downsides of inbreeding, considering it had no hair on its head and it looked like a a werewolf but it sounds like it sounds like your, your cat's a win though so <laughs> oh my cat's great yeah i just have to think about all the incest that came before and yeah it's totally worth it <laughs> <laughs> what's been grinding your gears this week so one um news story that piqued my interest do you know that i only learned this recently but i am pretty dumb when, it, when I say peaked interest, it's not... I thought it was spelled like a mountain peak, like P-E-A... It's P-I-Q-U-E-D. Yeah, that's a word. Peaked. That's a thing. I know, like, what else does it mean aside from in that sentence? Like, I don't know. You know, we say a peak. But a peak. I thought a it peak. was peak as in, like, P-E-A-K-E, like, K-K. Yeah. I like that, P-A-K. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, or, or even, like, to peak. Yeah. But I thought that was wrong because it's like your interest is getting higher and higher, so it's peaked. 
higher and higher interest. Yeah. And we just no. lost 10 of our listeners. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> After last week, we were talking, when we were talking about how you can't sing notes, you're just jealous. I have no range. I mean, evidently, I can't either. <laughs> I have no range, either vocally or emotionally. Um, but oh. the the news story that, that piqued P-I-Q-U-E-D, my interest this week, was Elon Musk tweeted this week um, about the pyramids in Egypt and uh, his exact tweet was aliens built the pyramids obvs that's literally it just aliens built the pyramids he's a funny little fish though isn't he he's like one of the richest men in the world but he was whether he genuinely believes this because half the stuff he tweets it's like what but Egypt actually responded, which was like my favourite <laughs> no thing No way! Ever. When I say Egypt, not like the whole country of Egypt. It was someone in Egypt. Um, it was their minister of international... Was it like a representative or was it just like a random bloke on the street? was like, yeah, it was like I have words for Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk, no! Um, <laughs> it was their minister of international cooperation, um, Rania Al-Masha, actually responded, who was like... Mm, Maybe not, but in like a really polite way. She was like, maybe come visit us, come and see the tombs of the actual pyramid builders who probs aren't aliens. I think basically he's watched like that terrible Indiana Jones film that was made, Yes, you know, way too late. And he's thought that that's maybe, maybe he did what he was high because didn't he go on like Joe Rogan's podcast or something and they got really, really stoned? Isn't that like what he's famous <laughs> so, for? I, Aside from being very rich, etc. Yeah, the head of Tesla and SpaceX. But <laughs> I don't know. To me, he's famous for getting very stoned on a podcast I, um, and talking some absolute drivel. Oh yeah, he's like I don't know whether this was rooted in sincerity or just a joke. But I'd kind of like. I mean, do you, do you believe in aliens? Is that a thing you believe in? I don't disbelieve in them. I'm prepared to entertain the thought of them because it feels like if the, you know, <laughs> if this is an infinite universe somewhere out there, I think it'd be quite arrogant to assume that we are the only like evolved land form, uh, land form, life form. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that we're the only one place where cells came together to form something that's supposed to be intelligent. Um, Although half the people these days with their masks, um, you could disagree that's true. But, but what about you? Do you think aliens are real? No, but I also agree. Well, I agree with your notion that we can't be so arrogant as to just presume there's just us because we don't have the technology to, to search everything. But like when in aliens, I kind of, I, I picture... I think if there are some, they're probably so far away from us. That we'll never ever come in contact with them in, personally. In my but. head, though, aliens are always like um, those characters in the uh, Simpsons. You know, Kangan Kodos. The t- I don't. You've seen the Simpsons. Right? Oh no! Oh, the kind of ones with the legs. Yeah, they've got tentacles and they've got like yeah. um, Ten- domes on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of pre-future armor style. I don't know why aliens would be like that. I kind of feel like they'd just be like us, but. I don't know. I... Well, I kind of like that, actually. I, I think because somebody is... I, I've got a book that I've only very partially read that's about why um, octopuses are basically like aliens because their brains have evolved completely different to ours, but they are very intelligent as oh, yeah. creatures go on, on our world type thing. Um, so I guess like they could... Why not look like octopuses? 
maybe that's a much more practical body shape. I know that you know octopuses is not the correct plural there. Octipitae. Octipitae. That's the one, right? Are you thinking of Timotay, the mint mint flavoured shampoo? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to, yeah. I think... I did see a really good news story that I'd completely... It's not news exactly, um... (laughs) <laughs> but so just a it's story, more then. just like beef oh okay it's been going on for a very long time but I, how much do you know the art world aside from so, Banksy here's my opinions on art I will go and I will look at art as long as no fucking person around me talks about it so I can just make my own mind up about what I'm looking at without the rest of y'all that's my opinion on art. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I just kind of think... So let's talk about art then, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend sent me this story because we went to Chicago last year and one of the most famous landmarks in Chicago is called the Cloud Bridge. It's a big silver bean. Okay. Um, and it was designed by an artist called Anish Kapoor. Um, it, it Basically, yeah, it's just a big silver bean that reflects you when you look in it a little bit. Um, it's kind of is cooler than it sounds but anyway so she found some like memes about this bean um basically there's an, the other thing that this artist anish kapoor has is the blackest black a pigment that he's created that is like the blackest of blacks but no one can really use it because it costs like it, it's priced so ridiculously high the artists can't actually use it in their artwork. So it's kind of like he's sitting on this gold art throne where nobody else can use this blackest black. Um, so there was this other artist who came along um, who was annoyed that he couldn't use the blackest black. And as a retaliation, he created the pinkest pink and he sells it for a very reasonable price. So any artist can kind of have this pinkest pink. Um, but he, his criteria on people buying it was that they weren't allowed to give it ever to Anish Kapoor, this guy with the blackest black. Like he, he basically said, the one person in the entire world who can't have the pinkest pink is Anish Kapoor. Um, so somehow this Anish Kapoor man did get hold of the pinkest pink and he posted a photo of himself putting his middle finger into the pinkest pink and holding it up to the camera. So a bright pink middle finger. Um, and, you know, th- this all seems pretty good and, and petty and stuff, but it also just continues on into various, like, it's a guy called Stuart Semple, the other artist. He's kind of a, a, a young um, London artist, I believe, or <laughs> British. Um, so he was annoyed that this guy got hold of his pinkest pink. Um, and in retaliation... He created a pigment that was made up of broken glass shards. So in case the guy did the same thing and stuck his middle finger in it, it would cut his finger apart. So it's just incredibly petty, stupid stuff um, that I was kind of intrigued by. It's like a little bitch fight, but amongst like quite celebrated artists. Well, that's our time, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Oh, sorry, I know. <laughs> so you don't love the... Bl- like, are you not intrigued by the blackest I, black? But I don't know what that means. Like, well, actually, when you said the blackest black, in my mind, it, it immediately went to that she must mean the darkest black. 
But then when you said the pink is pink, I realised I had no idea what that must mean because... Yeah, I must admit, I don't be... know what makes pink. Yeah. I, that seems like... I feel like I get the idea of the blackest blackest. That, like, when you see it as well, there's a photo, it almost looks like a kind of um, black hole, that the objects that are painted with it. Like, you know how normally you can see different kind of lights on it? Apparently, as a pigment, black is tricky. You want absorption of wavelengths across the spectrum, but that's the beginning, not the end. Uh, I've got a whole spiel about it here. I'm my lounge now at, like, various colours, and I'm trying to... Th- like, isn't pink just pink? And then if it's a different shade, it's, like, salmon or rose yeah exactly i think there's a lot of different shades i, of I just don't get the, get the i mean there must be something behind it i just in my mind i can't think of i mean i also can't bring myself to care about the pinkest pink like who, well you should though because the, the pinkest pink is the guy that's being vindictive and spiteful um, i'm all for the drama he's, he's the hero of the piece <laughs> Um, this Anish Kapoor guy is the one that created the Black's Black and then made it inaccessible to artists, Look, basically. You, you will never find anyone more willing to praise dick moves than me. <laughs> I'm all for it. The drama side of it, I'm loving it. The idea of someone putting their finger in paint and cutting their finger to shreds is, is well, no, that's actually pretty disturbing. I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's quite dark. I was going to try and load it, but then I was like, no, that's actually a crime. But I don't, I just... These feet seem like the saddest people arguing <laughs> that have like way too much time on their hands. <laughs> um, a kind of final note on it is that Goody in the piece, Semple, created Black 2.0, which is not quite as black as Black is Black, but almost as black as how Black though, is Black. How is it not as black as Black? <laughs> it's, crazy. it's not quite. But, but on the on the positive side is it's much cheaper um, and therefore accessible to all so I, um, I want any artists or scientists or I don't even know who would study this listening explain to me send to me please how something can be the pinkest pink and the blackest black I want to know the, the I want to know the facts dem facts behind this gets them over to me I will come back Fade to you to next black week. with this conversation. <laughs> nice segue. I like it. Um, let's go into our regular feature of um, which animal we're most scared of dying at the hands of this week. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> last week it was monkeys with knives and the week before it was giant sea cockroaches. Um, so I've got a new top of the list and it's zombie cicadas. Um, you know what cicadas are? Those no. the kind of things that make... Well, How do you spell it? Not... And I'll Google it. C-I-C-A-D-A, I believe. Oh, like they look like little flies. But they make a, a noise that you hit, particularly when it's you know summer and you're probably like it's a kind of background noise that you hear all the time. Is cicadas? You know, you know, like grasshoppers or whatever make lots of noise at night. Yeah. You know that kind yeah. of yeah. Yeah, they're noisy bastards, basically. Um, so anyway, that that's lovely. Bugs, my favourite. Hate them. Don't want them anywhere near me. There's a there's a spider eyeing me from the corner very suggestively, and I Suggest- want to stay the hell away. Suggestively, is it coming on? Yeah, to you? it's like, ah, oh, do you want me to come over? I'm like, nah, you you stay is exactly it, where you are, mate. Is it like beckoning? Just keep two meters distance. Beckoning with one with one leg, but then it's using all all, all like one at a yeah. time. Yeah, well, actually, I wish it would beckon because then it'd probably fall off the wall, wouldn't it? No, but that's well, I don't know how how does spider 
gravity work. It doesn't make sense. You don't sense want to me. that though. You want them where you know where they are. The moment that falls oh, yeah, on that's your true. carpet, you're done for. Oh, yeah. It's uh, you know what? It's probably it's one of those ones where its body is medium sized. Its legs are like two hundred times bigger than they need to be and really long and thin. You know, it's more of a spindly job. So it's not the worst of spiders, but it's still one I want to keep the hell away from me. Two meters distance minimum has to be observed. So here. You you anyway, let's go back to these. You wouldn't say it's the spiderest of spiders, then. Just it's more of a like daddy long legs situation, okay. but without the wings. <laughs> um, yeah, it can stay the. Yeah, it's definitely not the spider, the spiderest of spiders. No. Um, let's go to the zombie, the most zombie cicada of cicadas. <laughs> that didn't, um, didn't which... work. <laughs> Zombie cicadas, so basically the deal with them is that they're under the influence of a parasitic fungus. Um, so, yeah, the fungus gets into their brains and controls their behaviour, which is terrifying, don't you think? Fabulous. So what does um, it make them do? So when it's infected with this fungus called a massospora, massospora, Massive spores. That's so creative. Um, researchers found it flicks its wings like a female, which is a known mating call. This behavior attracts healthy male cicadas, which spreads the fungus, which contains chemicals found in hallucinogenic mushrooms. So I guess the reason it's doing it um, is it spreads this fungus and then so it's... they spread apart. So they're just tripping then, that's it? But apparently, it's a sexually transmitted infection of sorts, but in cicadas, it's like that movie It Follows. I don't know, but seen with that cicadas. One. So this is like, it's just like they're tripping that they're high on this fungus, so it's making them do all this like hallucinogenic stuff and act in a way they would do if they were tripping, and then they're trying to infect other people. Yeah, well, except for other other cicadas they're just drugged up flies i quite like that yeah. i like the fact that these flies are having a decent time though because i always think it must and be it's so all boring. about sex as well it's just about them shagging each other and passing it on so yeah it's very much like magic mushrooms really i, w- um, I always liked those flies that they um they sting a spider and then they lay their eggs in the spider and then their babies eat out the spider. Oh, that's so gross. That's terrible. But I love it. I hate it. I hate spiders enough <laughs> to like to like that fly. <laughs> some spiders are really cute, though. Like, I do see some where I'm like, they're adorable. Have you not seen the ones with the massive cartoon Disney eyes? No. Oh, God, no. Everything about spiders is horrible. <laughs> don't, don't make them bigger. <laughs> there are some, I think they're called jumping spiders that are very fluffy. Don't make them They're jump. not like tarantula fluffy. These ones are cute, honestly. You find it hard not to look at these. Like, I really don't like spiders particularly, but these ones, they do something. They're cute. I'm going to have nightmares um, tonight because of these jumping <laughs> spiders with giant Disney eyes. <laughs> I hope they have like a song to sing as well. Like One of them comes over to see you and it's like, ha, ah, no! <laughs> Dead. <laughs> no thanks, Disney spider. No solo for you. <laughs> So, I mean, the other story, that, like, I keep seeing stuff about how there's a load of flying ants that are, like, blocking out the sun or something. Um, <laughs> Why do you have these, like, Google alerts for just fucked up <laughs> insects? Do you know what? I genuinely don't know. I also have this thing where my phone, for some reason, thinks I'm really interested in the royal family, which I really am not. 
But there's kind of like a negative feedback loop where randomly it'll pop up with a story about the royal family. Um, and I think initially I was probably like, what is this and why am I getting it? So I opened it. So it went, yes, this is what she wants. So now I get more of it. And um, for some reason, like I, I get like daily updates on members of the royal family that I really don't even, half the time I don't even know who they are. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm baffled but intrigued as to why my, my phone has got this so wrong. Do you not have any like weird thing where your phone's listened to you at some point and spams you with content that you really don't want? Oh, it totally does, but it's mainly just porn. Oh, lovely. I actually don't get spammed any porn. I feel very no, like... I'm joking, I don't on my phone. I get <laughs> spammed with um, the stuff I watch on TikTok. Um, I... Oh, well, that's good luck with that because, you know, Trump's getting rid of that he very won't. promptly because he's so... Yeah, he can't it's really, like can he? It's worth... Like, multiple millions it may even be worth billions i don't know but I... well he's worth something like 2.1 billion i know but i don't think that's how it works whoever's richest gets to gets to win and the other has to go <laughs> no no that is how the whole world works whoever's richest gets to win um fair enough yeah because i i actually i looked up my my parents were talking about kanye um, and my parents were like oh he can't actually be a real presidential candidate he doesn't have enough money behind him but I saw some sort of stat where I think him and him and Kim Kardashian are worth like six billion at the moment or something, isn't, which is like three times as much as Trump. Isn't that crazy though that someone's not rich enough to be president? That's oh that's yeah, shocking. No, like that should not be a thing. You should just be able to run. Like we should be able to run and just do it. I mean, we're not Americans, so we can't. But <laughs> but still. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, particularly in Kanye's case, I don't think his money um, equals the best presidential candidate, let's say. You know, I don't think it's a, a fair representation of their ability to do the job. No, but totes. Although, all I'm thinking about now, moving com- completely on, I think I've gone full circle. This is the way my brain works. So I'm thinking about those <laughs> flying ants who brought the sun. And I was trying to remember a film with loads of ants, and I've just realised it's the Indiana Jones 4 film that you mentioned before isn't it no oh you mean when they'll run on yeah they don't uh, fly no yeah, yeah, but yeah, they yeah, swarm yeah, them is. and eat them don't they yeah they always do that type of thing in indiana jones films don't they there's kind of a running theme that bugs yeah eat them. they do and snakes and stuff oh and there's there's yeah. one of the films where she has to stick a, a hand in a wall and it's got loads of bugs in do you know this is a controversial opinion I actually like Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, not going to lie. And I, I know it's possibly because of my Shia LaBeouf obsession fixation. Um, it just, that just is what it is. But I don't mind it. I know Kate Blanchett's accent's terrible in it, and the ending's a bit... Mm, but I'm, I'm, I'm there for it. It's pretty decent. I think as long as you accept it's a bit of a pants movie, it's quite a fun ride. Yeah. Like, it's, it's well enough made, uh, you know, to be watchable, I think. It's just a bit... Yeah. Naff and, compared to the originals, isn't it? It's more that it's just a bit naff. Harrison Ford. In the way though. that a lot of like belated sequels are. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I'm, there's so many coming out soon that I'm so nervous about. Like, I just wish they'd stop pissing about with properties that I like. But there's money, um, though. It's money, isn't it? And, like. Well, because there's already an yeah, existing, like, with a name, even if the film's rubbish, you have the people going, you know, they know they're going to make some money back, don't they? I think sometimes um, it works. I mean, like, Indiana Jones, a lot of people don't think it does. Although, I mean, Harrison Ford, I totally still would. But 
Jumanji. <laughs> oh yeah, same. Jumanji. I was like, don't, don't remake it, don't reboot it. Oh, I love the new Jumanjis. Yeah, They're me, really me good. Too. I haven't seen the latest They're really, one. They're like perfect mindless movie fodder i think it's because they didn't try and remake it because no one is replacing robin williams because they did a new thing and it was pretty decent um i I wish it had been less of a sausage fest but still really that's part of the attraction for me also (laughs) i don't know you know talking about crushes i am quite in love with jack black like oh no he really irritates me Oh no! I just, I, I just think he's—it's those big brown eyes. There's a great episode of Community actually, which plays on how irritating yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the first episode of season two or something, isn't it, where he does a cameo? Yeah, and he—I um, he pl- can't remember the name of his character, but he just plays a really annoying, exaggerated. And Owen Wilson's in it for like exactly one second, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, because I think when basically he leaves the Community gang, because ah, he gets yeah, he by does. a cooler group. He does. And I'm pretty sure Owen Wilson's in that. He is. So, I do kind of love Owen Wilson too, even though, like, I think I said last week something where I watched The Haunting recently with him in it, and he is just diabolically bad in I that. I don't think I've seen like, anything with Owen Wilson in for at least 10 years. Yeah, he hasn't been doing as much recently, has he? I saw Mid- Midnight um, in Paris, Ugh, Woody Allen. I saw that, though, yeah. years ago, and I think that's probably the last thing. Do you remember I Luke Wilson? I think he's going to get one of those like Matthew McConaughey comebacks at some point. Maybe. You know? Do you remember Luke Wilson though? He was in Legally Blonde, yeah. and where's he now? Yeah, true. I I must admit, I, he had like a lower level but quite solid acting career for quite a. Yeah. I think there's actually a third brother as well. I think there's three of them. Oh no, um, you're you're thinking of Jacqueline Wilson, the author. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the one spot on um i'm looking at what luke wilson's been up to these days i mean if these photos are anything to go by he looks exactly the same mitchapalooza what the hell is that mitchapalooza oh is that from old school did i think luke wilson was uh, did i think he was cute maybe i did he is cute yeah like he definitely is that's um oh he was in zombieland last that's what i saw him in that was one of the movies actually going back to our like people trying to make new movies of old properties. I really liked the new Zombieland. It did exactly the same as the first one. The characters were all just as fun. I've not seen um, it. I've not seen it. I have a massive crush on Jesse Eisenberg, though. Oh, my Lord. Oh, no. You see, he irritates me so much. Oh, but, um, so you've hot. seen the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's more of the same in a pleasant enough way. Um, even small bits of Bill Murray in there again. So everything nice. you possibly want. Um, but, yeah, he was good in that. So, but looking at the rest of the things he's been in recently, I've not heard of most of them, to be honest. Bless him. Moving on then from... The girl who invented kissing. Naughty's Ooh. crushes. I, I'm, the, I'm the girl that invented kissing. Moving on from Naughty's, <laughs> uh, Naughty's crushes. So I have one other story that uh, tickled my pickle this week. Yeah, go for got it. Got me jerking my gag. No, it didn't get me jerking my gag. Oh. Um, it's, <laughs> that, didn't, that one didn't work. So in Japan, so it's a bit of a coronavirus on because we always have to mention it so it's about eating out so obviously oh. there's risks jeez uh, <laughs> um, so there's this <laughs> restaurant in japan that to keep people social distancing are filling up empty tables with mannequins uh, and oh, oh i love that also give you like a mannequin <laughs> to dine with so that oh god i want to go to that restaurant like coronavirus or none that sounds so creepy fun mannequins scare me 
the fuck out though they terrify me i always think they're just gonna move and start coming after me like that movie with um what is her Kim name Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. that was like a rom-com though that wasn't scary <laughs> i mean it is quite scary when you think well about the plot it. is the scariest thing about it's the acting in the hair but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're doing and i think that's properly cute though in in a creepy way they're like giving you and it showed like a diner on their own with a mannequin keeping them company which just then made me I think mean, of those like um dolls you can buy that keep you company at home because you're lonely yeah i was gonna say i i feel like that sounds very similar to the kind of ai dolls that i've seen banging around the last few years ai artificial intelligence oh, AI. <laughs> Sorry. i couldn't i couldn't <laughs> decide for your your fancy ipswich accent but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so posh I also have a Japanese story, actually, that's okay. um, one of my faves of the week. It's like my new minor obsession, actually. I'll, I'll tell you, okay, complete sidetrack, but on my lovely walk the other day where I saw the Ghostbusters car, I also ran into a school friend who I haven't seen literally since school, but we were quite good mates, and she lives really close to me. I almost ran over and hugged her. You know, I like literally was running towards her, and then I had to like stop my body and like retract, and it was so frustrating because she had a new baby and a puppy, and I couldn't touch any of them because, <laughs> corona, because you know... Me. Um, but the thing that she said to me was like do you still have those random obsessions you used to and pointed out she like listed off a load of random things that I was obsessed with for like six months and then got bored of and moved on from um, so yeah my obsession this week is this Japanese monster called the Amabi which um, a mythical Japanese spirit believed to help ward off plagues um, oh, have I you heard anything I about that? This. I think I saw, is it something that people are are drawing on their houses? Have I made that up? Oh, I don't know if they're drawing it on the houses now. That would be cool if they are. I mean, the first drawing's from the 1800s. Um, and it's basically like a, mer- well, a mermaid with three tails, like the Starbucks mermaid. Um, but with a beak and long hair. <laughs> and it looks a bit like an owl. And it's basically, yeah, the, the monster of pandemics. Um yeah, but believe to ward off plagues. I'm like, right, I need one of those now. So that's my next uh, my next crochet project. I'm currently working on a crochet plague doctor. Um, you know, with a hook mask and everything. So my next one is I want a crochet amabi. Do you know Britain doesn't have many good monsters. Like we don't Who does Britain. We don't. Yeah, we like because it's like, oh, there's, Japan has this monster. And we, we say it like it's, oh, that's that's really cool. But then it's like, no one ever says Britain has this monster. That I think we've got a few, haven't we? I mean, isn't Springhill Jack from Britain? What's Springhill Jack? He was like a demon that hops over fences. Um, I've never heard cryptids. of him. I mean, we've got the Loch Ness Monster. Um, I suppose. So, to me, I mean, when I say we, I'm sure that the Scottish people would argue with me saying that very strongly. Um, okay, so we've you got, said that. We've Let's got have a look. Katie Hopkins as well, I suppose. She's uh, Yeah, right. She, they can have her back. Um, so I've just looked up cryptids, which is monsters, basically. And the UK, the ones that they've listed are the Red-Eyed Owlman of Maunan, which apparently has hypnotic glowing red eyes, dark wings used as a cloak, and long and dirty yellow talons. I've never heard of that. The Ape Man of Tunbridge Wells. The eight man of time. It's just someone coming out of the pub. <laughs> leave off. More Gower, the sea serpent of Falmouth. 
the dire wolves of Kofa. None of these sound very English. They all sound like well, they're in di- like Ireland or Wales or dire wolves are in Game where- of Thrones. That's my only contribution yeah. to that. No, I know that was based on a, a thing though. Uh, apparently, there are were rabbits in the Pig District. I thought that was a Wallace and Gromit thing. He, I'm reading about Spring Hill Jack. Apparently, he could leap over like make really big leaps, but also had eyes that resembled red balls of fire. Goodness, I'm great pretty sure that was it. Yeah, he's from. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He's from Liverpool. I, I thought he was an English. For that. The problem is, I've all my life got him confused with the Yorkshire Ripper for some reason. That's like a real person. <laughs> yeah, that's but you know, like Sutcliffe. as a child, I knew about both of these things, and they blended. Yeah. Um. So I. I that's why I was like, it's afraid to say anything in case I got it wrong. Although my mum actually had a encounter with um the yorkshire ripper as a teenager we think um she was living as a student on her own um in lincoln at the time um she's studying no no actually sorry i'm lying it wasn't it was yorkshire um she's she's from lincoln she went to uni in yorkshire um and she got a knock on the door and some guy said he was from the gas company or whatever and she kind of opened the door a crack with the chain saw the guy and slammed it shut, and she couldn't think why. She just freaked out. She knew that it, you know, something was wrong. Double bolted the door, and he kept knocking and was like, you've got to let me in, you've got to let me in, and stayed for ages, wouldn't go away. This was obviously before the time of, like, phones, like, you know, mobiles that you could just phone anyone up. Um, but when she finally did check with her landlord about this person coming around to do maintenance, apparently they weren't meant to come around. And then, obviously, later when this guy's face appeared, she's pretty certain that that's who was coming around and knocking on her door and it was the same time in the same place um Yikes. so that's always creeped me the hell out i could have just not existed if she'd let that maintenance man in and then who would i be doing this podcast with then i know right just what a disaster <laughs> and now i've got a whole screen full of pictures of spring hill jack He's quite cool, though, isn't he? I love that after, like, after our podcasts, I always just think my search history for, like, the last hour <laughs> is the most... Well, I'm using my work laptop as well. To look up serial killers and monsters. <laughs> I mean, that's what I look so, up most of the time anyway, to be honest. getting a call from HR. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, actually. Um, another thing that I've had this week, I treat... Like, not spending quite as much money as normal on the tube. So I treated myself to something I've kind of always wanted. Have you ever used the website Atlas Obscura? Atlas Obscura. No. It's one of my favourite. If I go on holiday these days, I always use Atlas Obscura. Because I sound like I'm doing a jingle here, don't I? Um, an advert for them. But basically, they're like an atlas of the weirdest places you can visit around the world so you type in where you're going and they'll come up with a map showing the closest things apparently there's a similar one that does like american roadside attractions um which i'm gonna have to check out next time in the states but yeah it's just this brilliant book that just shows you all these absolutely crazy places you can go around the world and it's made me want to visit so many places that i hadn't even considered before um yeah it's a brilliant book it's a brilliant website if you're going anywhere like my latest thing i want to go and see for example is in um durham apparently there's an automaton you know what an automaton is yes i do see what i did there yeah very good (laughs) uh life-size swan a silver swan um that moves 
very like realistically and apparently it's um got calming bell-like music and it's moving like on a pond of spun glass rods it sounds beautiful but i just think they missed a trick in not calling it the automus one so there's loads of things i want to go and visit now um any last words wrap up thoughts of weirdness for this week um indiana jones 4 is better than people think and do we need to i suppose pay respects to these cicadas and these flying ants just in case they take over we did that with the cockroaches (laughs) i feel like we need to cover all bases so i mean i think we have to be careful that we don't just become the bitches of every insect out there like we've got to show them some authority as well and these zombies don't have a brain do you think so well they're just high as fuck we don't need to bow down to fungus then is what we need to bow down to so to our new fungal overlords you know what that reminds me of as well in future armor do you remember the um the brain slug yes i do (laughs) these are kind of like zombie brain slugs aren't they so yeah i mean let's bow down to the zombie fungus that's fine. zombie fungus oh, we greet you my hat to we them. welcome you make yourself at home sounds like an easy life as well if if i had a like if i was just high all the time and just did what the fungus said that sounds I great mean, there are people that do that and i don't i don't <laughs> think their lives are so great but <laughs> well maybe they're just using the wrong zombie fungus other zombie funguses are available, maybe. Other zombie fungus. <laughs> yeah, side effects may include. <laughs> Keep on scrolling, scrolling, scrolling and stick it. Are we using that again <laughs> Jeez, or no? That was a blast from Is the that... past. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a blast from last week. I know everything feels no. like a lot longer ago now. Well, I think based lockdown. on this one, it's uh, use Timote and... <laughs> 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 and uh, that's about it. <laughs> just the, that's my product endorsement. Maybe it could be is Luke Wilson fit? I can't remember. Oh yeah, and send me the send me the pinkest pink and the blackest black, please. I want to know that. I genuinely want to know the knowledge behind this. I want like particularly the pinkest pink because, as you point out, is that a pastel pink? Is that a flamingo? You're pink? the prettiest pretty. Sorry, I think I, I think I had some brain fungus overtaking me then. I just... Yeah, I reckon <laughs> I reckon that must be it. So brain fungus says bye. Bye bye. <laughs>